Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters in Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Draken. How are you doing? I'm doing good, and you? Doing solid. For those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, sure. So, I'm Draken. I've been playing MCP for a few months now. Um... Can't even remember when I started, actually. I'm from France, um, and I've been a developer for a few years, more than 10 years, uh, and I'm the developer behind uh, Jarvis Protocol. Yes, which is a super, super cool program um, that I think is doing a lot of good stuff for the community. So I, I, I appreciate the work you are putting into it. Thanks a lot. Um, now, what character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Um, there are a lot of them, but as a Midnight Suns player, I'd happily welcome Morbius in my roster. Yeah? Um, yeah, it, it would be a good leader, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we lack some vampires also. Yeah, the the distinct lack of vampires in this game. I do want more vampires. Yeah, I, I, there is a lack of the supernatural aspect of uh, the Marvel universe. Yeah, um, like uh, I watched that the Werewolf by Night uh, Marvel special, and if we could just have the Legion of Monsters uh, affiliation with the Man Thing and Werewolf by Night, and it would be led by Morbius, I'd be super happy. Yeah, that is that is a fair call. Um, but that is not who we're talking about today. Who did you bring for us to talk about today? I brought Venom. So yes, Venom is a character we have done one time before, but he is in so far long ago. It's been over a hundred episodes. I don't really care if we repeat what he does because it, it's going to just be so different. So we're just kind of going full. It's like, of course, we're not going to play him in his home affiliations of. Spider foes and web warriors, but anything else is good to go. What Great. is what is some places that jump out to you as places where Venom would walk? Well, as a disclaimer, I'm a casual player at this point. Uh, I don't know a lot of characters' kits besides those I was able to actually play with yep. or against. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not used to the game's meta, so my approach of roster building is naive totally naive uh-huh. uh, and you could feel some things over optimized for totally irrelevant concerns so don't hesitate to tell me oh. um, <laughs> uh, I like Venom's ability to heal through different sources yep um, so that would be I guess the 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 core of um, of the roster would be Venom uh, having a high durability because mm-hmm. able to heal uh, himself yeah um and and then uh also he he can prevent defense dice modifications yep which is pretty powerful i guess mm-hmm. so that 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 would be the the base point of yeah. the Russell mm-hmm for sure, that that is a very strong like cornerstone of Venom to put him on. Um, 
did you have any affiliations in mind coming in, or was this kind of a blank slate for you? I had two in mind, actually, so okay. tell me. Um, Venom is pretty weak to energy and moves slow. So I had in mind um, energy tank uh, to accompany him, which would have been maybe She-Hulk. Ooh, yeah. That's a good combo, I guess, but that's also a roster core at 10 threat, which is super high. <laughs> yes, but A-Force so has the people, has the models to be able to do that. Okay, so maybe we can try that? Yeah, because, like, they have a, a lot of very good three threats and an in-affiliation two threat, so you can still make 15 even bringing that roster, that core of 10. Okay, well, let's try this then. Okay, you want to go for A-Force? Let's go for A-Force. Okay, so, of course, we're picking up She-Hulk. Um, yeah. Who is... Through four, 20 stamina. Mm-hmm. Can um, stun stagger with a spender. Yep. Um... I guess she wants to stay within two of Venom. Mm -hmm. uh, so the 10 threats will be at the same place on the board, mm -hmm. um, which is hardly viable on specific maps like BCD, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think it is viable on C's. Just it, it takes a minute to get into position, but once you're on that midline, you can still have them balled up and doing stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's, I think they have some play, um, because the thing with the combination of Venom and, because Venom also, on top of being this big tank, also has his range for spend two power to drag someone into, uh, into you. And with getting the extra power off of the, uh, uh, A4's leadership, Suddenly, you have a way to bring people into the blender that is the Venom She-Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. So, I definitely think we'll prefer the fighty down the middle maps, but I don't think we're horrible elsewhere. Great. We'll see when yeah. picking the prizes. <laughs> so, um... Are there any A-Force affiliated characters that jump out to you? There is Gwenpool, but I know you have a rule regarding uh, recent characters and can't remember exactly what it is. So is it, it only for... Uh, we don't like to do recent characters for the main focus of an episode, but we absolutely okay. are willing to bring them in as support staff. So there's Gwenpool, yeah. uh, which appeals to me... Um, because of the, the character uh, way of being, actually. Um, that's a rule of cool. So I'm just checking at her kit. Uh, moves M, uh, changes from uh, from Venom uh, and Shield, I guess, mm -hmm. also. Um, can inflict a lot of conditions. Yeah. We, we kind of are playing a bit of a condition game with this team. Yeah, 
Because, mm-hmm. like, Venom has his very consistent bleed. She-Hulk super consistently gives out slow and can give out stagger. And then we're looking at Gwenpool, who also has her bag of tricks, which on wild hit um, can give out conditions. And then her spender also gives out so much incinerate. So, yeah, uh, that could be the, the, the main uh, idea then with the, with the, mm-hmm. to, to inflict as much conditions as possible, uh, maybe concentrated to, on, on specific characters to, mm-hmm. to prevent them from either um, too many activation uh, actions during their activation mm-hmm. plus the bleed at the end of the action extra. Yeah, very fair. Um, I mentioned that A-Force has a T-Threat. I do think we want to go with that T-Threat of Okoye just because she helps out um, on math a lot. Let's go. Um, this is one I just bought through the Wakanda, uh, Wakanda affiliation box. Yeah. So I didn't uh, check her kit yet, but trusting you on this one, I'm used to playing uh, Wong uh, because of the additional source of uh, mm-hmm. of healing. Yeah. But... Uh, so Okoye okay. is another bodyguard. So it gives um, another yeah. person to help protect Venom against those energy attacks. And she's only two threats, so you can pair with Venom without needing without needing that like ten point package we were talking about. She all can rotate somewhere else on those split up maps. Great. Great then. Mm-hmm. Let's go with her. Um uh, force. Yeah. So, uh let's see. We actually have two two threat options in a fourth i keep forgetting we have two in here because we also have the original core box black widow yeah this one i know mm-hmm. um she is very annoying should we choose between them or where mel be having two two threats it's a bit uh too much for a 10 characters roster right I think because we have such a tall core, I think we don't mind playing the double two threat. Uh, okay. Just so in, in the cases top. where we want need to go five wide, we can still fit in our kind of core package. Okay. And then, yeah, we'd benefit from a large movement plus stealth. Mm-hmm. Which we, we don't have... Uh, Large movements yet, I guess. Yeah. Um. And another source of stagger, actually. Yeah. With her spender. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you have, are you familiar with any of the three threats? Do any of those jump out to you? Because I do think we need some amount of three threats in this. I'm used to black cat. Mm-hmm. Though I n- was never able to perfectly play the uh, steal and run um, 
strategy. It is. I'm. It is. It is a skill-intensive thing. Definitely gets easier the more you practice it and stuff. But yeah, she is also yet another source of stagger, which I love. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and another L movement. Mm-hmm. Five stamina seems okay for three threat, right? Yeah. That's that's solid, especially since she has the uh, characters cannot modify their attack dice while targeting her, so she also yeah. cuts off. Um. Uh, uh, it helps you cut off uh people re-rolling into her and characters that tend to make their power on attacks through attack modification, rather than uh. Uh, just uh, amount of dice. Okay. Um, my favorite of the three threats in uh, A-Force is uh, Miss Crystal. Who uh, oh. is a flyer, which if we want to do a uh, special delivery, we want at least one flyer. But also then, she just puts out so many conditions, especially that incinerate. I'm looking at her kit right now. Um, she can reroll one die in its mm -hmm. attack or defense roll, which can be pretty interesting. Then she's just a pile of attacks. <laughs> <laughs> and And she... She prevents from removing slower stun um, if the shake is happening within three. Yes. Which we're wanting to play a lot of congested maps already from what we've set up. So that that can be very annoying. Yeah. Plus beam incinerate. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we can go with her. Mm-hmm. Which leaves three spots. Yes. Um. What do we have? Uh, we don't have five threats. Yeah. And maybe we lack four. Um. I definitely think we can fit one five threat in here. We can definitely go the three tall at 15 with She-Hulk, a five threat, and um, Venom. Which yeah. I don't think is the worst play in the world, especially right at that top of that list is Angela, who, again, has that flight. So if we want to do uh, special delivery shenanigans, we can. And also, she just wants to kill. And I think she yeah. plays into our game plan well. Yeah, plus the fact that she's an Asgardian and will get an additional power. Mm-hmm. With the with She Hulk uh, leadership, oh, yeah. if someone tries to attack her, she's just becoming a, a bag of of power. Yes, and she has very good ways to spend that power between uh, Odin's daughter's might and Angelica's acid. So great then. Yeah, we have a five threats character. Mm-hmm. Um. Let us look. 
So we currently are on two four threats, two two two, uh, two threats, two three threats, a five threat, and a six threat. So we're pretty sped out. So I think I think we can take some splashes at this point. Are there some characters from just the entirety of the game that you've really fallen in love with that you think might work here? I fell in love with Iron Fist. Um, ah, he is a good model, and be abling, being able to use the leadership to charge up his Iron Fist. Yeah, is... yeah, exactly. It saved my life for at least uh, as the latest game I played. It was able to to place an Iron Fist twice within the game. Yeah, and I I think you could probably do that fairly consistently. With the She-Hulk leadership. Yeah. So yeah, he would be a good choice being three straight. Yeah. Yeah. And he brings and Heroes for Hire, which is a very good card. Yeah. And then... Three or four threats yeah. for the last one. Because hmm. there's, there's a lot of, like, interesting characters in this game. And, like, trying to decide which specific one you want to play with. When the when most of them are super interesting things to play with. is is very tough. So, we're looking for characters that, I, that synergize well with our game plan of kind of being tied in the middle and having some durability. Have you encountered Crimson Dynamo? I don't know him. I think I, I saw um, a TTS game replay where he was played, but um, he's not in my collection, so uh, yeah. I can't tell yet. Tell me, tell me what you think about him. So he has a beam for that can wild apply shock. Which, right there, that is actually a lot of durability by reducing your opponent's ability to deal damage. And then he has this ability called Disruption Field. Which is when this character or another allied character is targeted by an enemy attack. And the enemy character is within three of this character. You may use it. And then this character rerolls up to two of the attacker's dice. So he has a lot of ways of like negating big scary models being able to just take out your models and alongside Venom of like the attack goes into Venom. You can do uh you can uh make them do less damage to Venom so that he has to heal less. I think is uh in order to stay alive, I think he is a very scary down the middle model. Okay, yeah, I can see also these overcharge capacitators, mm -hmm. which cost an action, but can gain him two powers. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm trusting you on this one. Mm -hmm. He he is commonly regarded as one of the best down-the-middle characters on like a competitive scale. He is just that good at what he does. Great, then. We want him. Yes. And that puts us to 10 characters. Yeah. So, uh, next up to Crisis is, we were already talking about it, but I think we're doing the down the middles 
for uh two object uh for at least two of us Akias, which is uh Demons Downtown and Gamma Wave. Yeah. Um What what have your feelings been on Crisis so far? I played a lot of Riot Spark over Extremity 3. Mm-hmm. But that is that is one of the spread out crises that we were talking about earlier that we may not be yeah. as good at. Yeah. Um Have you tried much of uh but infusions? No. Um Intrusions, that's the Dark Portal token. Yep. I didn't play it yet. Mm-hmm. Map C. Yeah, so that one's straight across the middle, uh, the other direction. So it's it's the center line rather than the... um, It's the center line parallel to deployment rather than perpendicular to deployment. Which we have with the Gamma, okay. Yeah. Um, and it allows you to teleport between the objective tokens, um, which allows you a lot of mobility and making sure you can keep your, like, clumps of characters that you want to cl- get, have clumped up, still clumped together, if that makes sense. Yeah, fair. Um, I can see you have to drop your objective token before, but... Yeah. I, that could be a thing. Yeah. I that is, that is the one thing you have to be careful about. Um but I think we're going to be playing rather low on the actual number of objective tokens we have in a game. Cuz I think we yeah. want to fight more than we want to play objective with this. Totally agree with you. So, I think that is an option. Um I also think we're not the worst Maya Fisk team. Um, we don't mind stun because She-Hulk's leadership gives us little drip feeds of power in one power increments. So I think we can play around that stun much better than most people. And I think a couple of our people are immune to stun. No. I thought She-Hulk was immune to stun, but she's just immune to poison. (laughs) But I still think... With the She-Hulk leadership, I think we actually do really well in st- with stun. Though I don't think we mind it as much as other teams. So that's another possibility for us. Okay. Um, I think this one I played once. Um, we already mentioned three, I guess. We had Gamma, Demons, Downtown, Intrusions. Yeah. Which one would you replace? I would replace Intrusions uh, with... I, it, it's between Mayor Fisk and Intrusions for that third slot, I think. Um, I think Demons and Gamma play so well to our game plan, it's a question of what we want a third one to be because we don't have a clean third option like we do those first two. Yeah. Demons and intrusions are 19 threats. Mm-hmm. Fisk 16. We already have Gamma at 
Fifteen. I do think we like the higher threat values. Okay. Then we remove intrusions and go with Fisk instead. Okay. Now, the extracts, I think there's one super clear one, and then it gets a little messy, I think. Um, I do think we like Research Station. We're, we want to be a down-the-middle team. Research Station is the down-the-middle extract. Perfect, then. Mm-hmm. Map E. Mm-hmm. What about... Mutant extremists target U.S. senators, which is on the shape L, packed in the middle. Yeah. Where everything will happen, I guess. I definitely think that one has potential. It is the high, a high threat value for us. Uh, but it's also... I can definitely see it, because we have a lot of repos- uh, ways to reposition our opponent, and they only have so much ability to... Uh, re- regain on that. It's 19, so we have a lot of... Pe- we can get a lot of people onto the board. Yeah, I think Senators might be an okay call. Let's get that in there. So, yeah. And now, one last one. Hmm. Everyone, like... We always have the answer of Hammers. Because Hammers... Adds more dice to everything, but also it is. Hammers is one I'm much more worried about because we want to run on our resilience as much as we want on our fight potential. And Hammers lessens uh, the value of our resilience, if that makes sense. Yeah, fair. So mm-hmm. I would look somewhere else before I jump on Hammers. I agree with you. Um, what about... Uh, alien ship crashes in downtown. That does have potential. We have... But we do gain a lot of power with our affiliation. So... It's as much of a question of how much... Our ability to spend down on our opponent's turn. Because we do do a lot with our power. This is a risky one, then. Yeah. Um. Have you played Montessi Formula yet? Um. It's a spellbook. Uh, no, 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 no. So it's an interesting one. It gives everyone a mystic a mystic beam. Um. I'm not sure about it, just because. I don't think we're bad at it, but I also don't think we're amazing at it. But I think our third option is going to be kind of a medium thing compared to, I think, our first two options, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then the Mystic Beam would... What the, yeah, there is no condition, right? You have to pick a, a spellbook and then you can, you can use the, the attack. Only once per turn, and he cannot add or modify its attack dice during the attack. So no re-rolling, no exploding crits. Okay. What? 
strength six deal, so. Mm -hmm. uh, I can follow on this one. Yeah, you thinking Montesi? Yeah. Okay. So now or do we have any other option? <laughs> I that one jumps out at, to me at the best option because let's let's just talk through the rest of it. So we have Senators and Research Station. Uh, Deadly Legacy Virus is interesting. Um, I don't. It's it's a, ma a thing that we don't have a plan for, but I think it can be a lot more of a fair game plan than it used to, but I'm not, like, 100% sure on it. Uh, we already talked about Alien Ship and Hammers. Paranoia Pummel's Populous is... We value our resiliency. Uh, so, the automatic damage is medium, but I also think it is... Uh, it has potential just because we are going to be playing fairly clumped up generally, and we have the ability to uh, disrupt our abil uh, opponent's ability to be clumped up, so I can see it having value. Um, I could also see scrolls, but scrolls can very easily get into a situation where a character we picks up a scroll and gets pushed way out of position, and we're trying to play kind of compact, and so that could cause us problems. Um, yeah. And I don't think we we are white enough to want to play either cubes or spider infected. Okay, so it would be either paranoia or the Montesi formula. Yeah, w would be kind of my thoughts on it. Okay. Well, let's keep let's um, stick to whichever you think is the best here, because again. I didn't play uh, neither of them, I guess. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Now, tactic cards. Of course, I think we are going to bring Venom's tactic card. Yeah. Lethal sure. Protector. Then we go for the A-Force tactic cards, which they are... They are some good ones. So, we talked a little bit earlier about Special Delivery, which is... A flying character can basically carry She-Hulk with them up the board. Which I think has a lot of power. And allows her to immediately perform one of her attacks. Yep. She gets, yep, she gets to immediately perform an attack, which is good. Yeah. So I think I think we get that one in. But then we get, there's both Starward Determination and A-Force Assemble also are cards. Um, A-Force Assemble, you pay three for, uh, an A-Force character pays three for it. Then when a allied character is defending and attack this round, they add one defense dice for each uh, A-Force character within two. That is a and lot of defense. Yeah, and we'll be playing packed, so. Yeah. I this think, one, yeah. Also goes in the roster, I think. Mm -hmm. Also, our determination. Uh, any number of like A Force characters may spend one to play this card. Anyone uh, spending character cannot be pushed or thrown by enemy's effect. Yeah. Uh, 
which we want if we want to stay at the center of the board. Yep. I think both of these are great options. Then we mentioned Hero for Hire, yep. I guess, at some point. Because we have the Iron Fist. Yeah, for sure. That card is very powerful. Um, and there is not that much A Force card. Yeah, free. There, there are a couple more like character-specific cards because we also have uh, Gwenpool's card. Yeah, which is uh, no try this one. Which, during the cleanup phase, Gwenpool will play it and get a uh, different team tactics card from your, from the ones you're not using but were in your uh, roster and put it into your squad. I can remember when they announced that card. And I was wondering in, in what situation you really have to change or is it like to have um, your opponent uh, be ignorant about what you plan to play? Um, I think some of it is value. I think the value in it, and I don't know if we're quite the list that is doing this, but there are certain matchups where certain specific team tactics cards are very good. And if your opponent is playing like a dual affiliated roster where you're not 100% sure what affiliation they're going for you can bring this in and then treat it out for whatever silver bullet you're looking for once you know 100% what they're playing because remember that you're picking your cards before you 100% know what models your opponent is putting down on the table so this gives you some safety in uh in always having an option uh to play around something you want expecting to see does that make sense? Oh. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I also want, they say, keep your enemies closed. Mm. Just because we'll be at the center and we m may have enemies within one. Um, yeah. Preventing them for, from uh, rolling any defense dice during an attack is special, Especially against someone like... Uh, Amazing Spider-Man or Steve Rogers, who have very, very, very good defense dice. Yeah. So, I definitely think we we get, they say, keep your enemies close in there. That's a very good call. Um. Then, um, so, I don't know, Okoye, does she have any... So, Okoye card? and Corbox Black Widow don't have cards we can use. Uh, Black Widow, uh, Black Cat's card is with, uh, Peter Parker, who we don't have. Angela doesn't have a card. Crimson Dynamo has a card, but he's kind of middling. Crystal does have a very interesting card. Elemental Infusion. Yep. You play it for three, and then whenever a enemy character, uh... Till end of round, when an enemy character that is within three of crystal suffers damage from an allied effect, after the effect is resolved, give them either incinerate, stun, or slow. Super consistent way to give out incinerate, especially since we have She-Hulk, so you can play this, activate She-Hulk, throw two people into each other, they both get incinerate, 
uh, and then you can start doing your attacks. Okay, I think we won this one. Yeah. I can remember one of the special rules also was if the character already has slow, you perform a stagger instead. Yes. So we could have a combo here. Yep. Um, now, uh, how do you feel about the restricted cards? Well, um, maybe the brace for impact, which seems an auto addition yeah. lately, whatever mm -hmm. game I do. Very fair. It is a very, very good card. Um, and we have a lot of big people who don't like getting thrown into each other. Fair. And then we only have one spot left. Um, I don't... So, I know I talked about it earlier, but I think we want to not take both of Gwenpool's cards and only take, they see, say, keep your enemies close. Oh, okay. I kept the... Yeah. No, try this one. Um, so, two spots. Yeah, two spots. And we have one more uh, restricted card. So, um, I think we have a good case for patch-up, uh, just because yeah. uh, we want to be resilient and giving even more healing to the board, especially healing we can use on She-Hulk is very powerful. Yeah. Sure. As, um, uh, in my mind, at the, at, the, at the beginning of the exercise, I was telling me, it's okay, I will have a Wong, but I don't, so... Yeah, I, I definitely patch it makes sense. And then the uh non-restricted generic card I want to talk about is kick them while they're down. We've talked a lot about being able to give out conditions and we have a lot of super consistent ways to give out conditions. And then kick them while they're down. You spend two power, choose an enemy character, and when attacking that character this turn, reroll one dice for each special condition the character has. Yeah. That's a lot of dice we rolled for us. Uh, totally. I can get the the idea behind it. Mm hmm So, yeah. And that's Avasta. Already. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes these happen quickly. Sometimes there's a lot of deliberation. You know? Well, um, I'm happy with this one. I admit Fantastic. Um, so, oh. for the people at home, the full roster is Venom, She-Hulk, Gwenpool, Akoye, Black Widow, Black Cat, Crystal, Angela, Iron Fist, and Crimson Dynamo. For Team Tactics cards, we have Lethal Protector, Special Delivery, A-Force Assemble, Star Wars Determination, Heroes for Hire, They Say Keep Your Enemies Close, Elemental Infusion, Brace for Impact, Patch Up, and Kick Them While They're Down. For Secures, we have Demons Downtown, Has Our Come Up and Come Do, Gamma Wave Sweeps Across the Midwest, Mayor Fist Vows to Find Missing Witnesses. And for Extracts, we have Research Station Attacked, uh, Mutant Extremist Target U.S. Senators, and Montesi Formula Found. Yeah, this seems like a fun list. Yeah, I'll definitely play it. I only meet, I guess, Crimson Dynamo and Crystal, and then I'm set. Yeah. 
if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Discord mostly. Um, Discord. Um, Dragon uh, tag, I guess. Fantastic. And if you wanted to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash Alexa White, where you get The Darkhold, which is my bonus podcast about all the secret tech I've been working on, as well as uh, bonus episodes with friends just having a good time and talking about movies, TV, various pieces of media. Um, so And access to the Morlocks Discord. And if you want to email the show, you can do so at morlocksmcp uh, at gmail.com. And if you want to see me play something completely different, Saturday mornings at twitch.tv slash codabgames. I am sitting down with the titular codab to do Arkham Horror the card game design. So yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me in. No problem. And see ya. Keep experimenting, people.